Welcome in, everybody, to the PHNX Suns podcast, the post-game show, where we've got the sad, sad music because the Phoenix Suns have fallen to the Denver Nuggets, 119 to 111, but it's flavoring Fridays around these parts, so shout out to our friends at OG's Brands, the official sponsor of Flavoring Fridays. OG's is not your average cannabis-infused gummy, so head on over to ogsbrands.com to see their full lineup and find out where you can purchase. I think we could all use their sleepy time gummy after oh. this one and just go and have a nice, just a lovely sleep. OG's, when your team lets you down, we'll pick you up. <laughs> I mean, that too, potentially. So kind of a bummer because I feel like this was a winnable game and it actually got really fun in the second half too. I wish it had ended a little bit better. <laughs> you have a lot of cheer in your voice right now. I'm a little, I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset. Well, look, anytime you let a team shoot 81% through the first two or you know, quarter and a half, you've put yourself in a giant hole. And that was, that was the big problem here because they, they set themselves up for failure in that first quarter. You had a very large hole to dig out of. Mm -hmm. You have a very small margin for error. And the end of the game was where you're, you know, you wound up running out of runway there. You just, you had to fight to come back. And then Mark Davis does you absolutely no favors with a horseshit call. And you wind up losing this game. Yeah, I, listen, I think the, the tone was set at the beginning of the game. And when you're playing a team like the Nuggets, I don't care how many guys they, they miss. Um, I said it before in the pregame that if you come out lax, they will run all over you. And that's exactly what happened in the first quarter and a half before the Suns finally put a little bit of a, of a run together to end the half. And then the second half, I was, I, was, I was pretty happy with the defensive effort. There was a couple of laxes, but not, as, not nearly as many as in the mm -hmm. first half. And they put it together, and they got in a couple runs. Josh Okogie was playing very, very well. Um, they were being that scrappy Suns team that you need them to be if they're going to win a championship. Got all the way back, but they could just never find that big bucket enough to take that lead. And I really felt like if they would have taken that lead, I think they would have ended up winning the game. But you got to give the, the the Nuggets credit for for being strong down the stretch. One. <clears throat> Two, the refs bailing. Uh, I'm not even going to say bailing them out. It was more just calling bad shit against the Suns. Um, like, that fucking flagrant like that was the worst call in the history of basketball that was ridiculous yeah i mean listen we were going to talk about it a little bit later in the show but let's just get it out of the way right now we also have a super chat from fiend kick saying every move nurk and Jokic makes is unnatural yes, <laughs> absolutely like give me a break if you want to call a flagrant that's fine at least use reasoning that doesn't make a lick of sense exactly. you know what i mean and it wasn't like it wasn't unnatural to the point where he was trying to hurt somebody else he's trying to score a bucket like I, that's, that's my, my problem with the refs and the rule book is like, there's no room for like, there's no subjectivity. It's like, Oh, well elbow at the head. That's an automatic foul. I'm like, no, it isn't like there's, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of context to what happened right there. That, that should just not have been a call. Yeah. Listen, uh, nuggets played their bus off in the first quarter. I can make the argument the Suns handled the, from from the first quarter on. The Suns handled their business. They were just as good. Uh, they could have won this basketball game, and the guy that was supposed to help them win this basketball game didn't show up in the second half. Period. Yeah. We gave we gave Eric Gordon a bunch of shit the other night for scoring twenty three points and not doing anything in the second half. It's time to give Same KD some KD, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know he shot thirty six percent against Toronto. He shot thirty two percent tonight. He couldn't throw the ball in the ocean, and that's his job. Like, Eric Gordon can get a little bit of a pass. He didn't come here to be the closer, to be the franchise guy, to be the savior. Kevin Durant is that type of guy. And so we talked about the supporting cast. Someone would have to help Kevin Durant. They helped him tonight. I mean, Nurkic was incredible. Eric Gordon was good. Grayson was good. Okogie was good. They got help. He, he couldn't get it done. And it's becoming a pattern. Like, we're, we're seeing Kevin Durant in the fourth quarter without another star, and I'm starting to get concerned. Like, it's, it's, I'm, that's what I'm pissed off about. The refs were shitty. Mark Davis was terrible. That wasn't a flagrant. Take all that out the window. If KD hits a couple shots, we win this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, but you also could say if they played a little defense 
at certain times in this game. In particular, that first quarter, the second quarter, this offense played well enough. Up until late in that fourth, they were well above 50% for this game at shooting. The offense played well enough to win this, even with KD having a bad second half. The defense did not step up for most of this game, gave up way too many easy buckets on cuts, way too many open three-point looks, and that that was the big difference in this is yeah. if they played passable defense at, at throughout most of this game they win this game but they just didn't do it and it and that's with Nurk outdueling a freaking Jokic offensively so if you play defense KD's shots that go in and out because they weren't they weren't Josh Akogi type misses these were shots that were going just in and out even with that, with passable defense, you win this game. I mean, yeah, but also it would be great if Katie could knock down a shot in the second yeah, half. He was eight I of fifteen. Sure. Katie was part of that damn defense. And he was eight of twenty-five that, at he, the end of play, the game. He played almost the first quarter, almost the entire first quarter. So that shitty ass oh. defense, he was a part of it. The one thing that KD that he did very well in this game was get to the line. He was thirteen of thirteen from the charity stripe, and that helped get him to that thirty-point threshold. And of course. Um, win the free throw battle between these two teams because that was a pretty big one. The Suns took 26 free throws to the Nuggets 12. I mean, I know, I, listen, I know emotions are high right now, but I'm not going to put the first quarter on KD. Uh, like, in terms of, like, dude, everybody was playing horrible-ass defense. Nobody was helping say, on I the weak side. I didn't say KD, no, but, I'm, but I'm, I'm saying. I'm, 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 I'm explaining my point. Go ahead, man, go Everybody ahead. was playing bad defense. Nobody was helping out. Nobody was was helping on the weak side. Nobody was helping on the pick and roll. These guys were getting wide-open layups. It was a layup drill for a little while. You know, they're getting wide-open shots. Like, nobody was rotating. And it's hard to just pin it on one person. Like, nobody everybody everybody was, was at fault. Also... Kevin Durant, yeah, he's had two uh, lackluster games, has not performed at KD level, but I'm not concerned about him. Like, he's KD. He's going to figure no, it out. No, but I He'll think, like, Gladys hit the nail on the head with that comment right there. Um, they said, KD played bad. He played effing terrible, but he's going to bounce back. Yeah. Yes, that's what superstars like Kevin Durant and Devin Booker do. However, that doesn't mean that we should just brush off the fact that they had a bad game. Like, because no. we ridicule guys off the bench who are, we don't even shouldn't even think that they're able to play at those levels because they've never been able to do it consistently in their life. But we still poo-poo all over them. Oh, 0 for 10 is atrocious in the second half. There's no doubt about that. And it, it wasn't because of great defense. It wasn't poor shot selection. He just did not hit shots that he typically hits. Yeah. But... I can't put everything on no, just that over time for sure. No, no one's saying that, man. No one's saying that. Like, I'm not concerned about Kevin Durant, guys. He's one of the greatest players ever. He's a top 10 scorer. He's going to be all right. But I'd be damned if I'm going to sit here and act like Kevin Durant ain't wasn't a big part why we no. lost this game. Like, he's Kevin Durant. Heavy as the head that wears the yeah. crown, right? He's he's Kevin Durant. That can't happen. Like, that can't happen. Yeah. He, he can't go 0 for 10 and disappear. And then we spent a whole 20 minutes poo-pooing on Gordon, and we're just going to be like, oh, but it's all right. Kevin Durant ain't no. at fault. Nah, he's at fault. No, no, no. First, first of all, okay, Time out with this whole poo-pooing on Eric Go Gordon ahead. stuff. Like, Eric Gordon had a bad second half. That's all we said in, in terms of the relation as to why he wasn't an X-Factor or the Shining Star. That's it. Like, he played great in the first half. Kevin Durant had a decent first half, and he was terrible in the second half. Kevin Durant would sit there and tell you he was bad in the second half. Right. Like, th- we're, nobody's nobody's arguing that point. But to, to, to say that Kevin Durant was the sole reason, that's not what we're trying to say either. Like, just like Eric Gordon wasn't the sole reason why the, the Suns were struggling with the Knicks in the second half, Kevin Durant wasn't the sole reason why they lost this game. There was a lot of other things that went into this. Uh, again, like... There's so many moving parts to this in terms of the way everything kind of fell apart um, in the first part of the, the the game, and then also in the down the stretch with the last three or four minutes. So I mean, it's gonna be okay. Listen, I'm 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 excited that they came back first of all because it was starting to look like the damn game six all over again for a little while. We were sitting here like miserable as hell, like man, are we about to lose by thirty in this game. But they put it back together. They figured it out. They got back into the game. They tied it up on multiple occasions. They had a chance to win. It's going to be okay. Well, even with KD 0 of 10, 
when that NERC foul, the foul happens, they're only down three at that point with 40 some odd seconds mm -hmm. to go. So they're right in it at that point. Well, so he got the so flagrant though, so, so it went to five. Know, I know, but to your point, Flex, he goes three of 10. They likely win this just by just shooting sure. 30, but they still had had the opportunity down the stretch as well. They just didn't execute. Josh Okogie misses a corner three that, that could have tied it at one point there that was wide open. There was multiple factors, but KD going 0 of 10 was one that hurt majorly because he's supposed to be your star in those moments. All right, well, let's take a look at the numbers in this one presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. You can look at this one. It's a 119-111 loss for the Phoenix Suns. I think the field goal percentage for the Suns is a little deceiving. It, it dropped uh, late in that fourth. They wound up shooting 46.4%. Nuggets shot 56.8%. But that was a huge drop-off from where they started. They shot 79% in that first quarter. They were up to 81% uh, in that uh, early in that second quarter. So they came back down to earth. But free throws are what kept, this, kept the Suns mm -hmm. in this game. They were 24 of 26. Nuggets only got to the line 12 times, shooting, uh, making seven of them. Assists, huge, huge uh, factor in this game. Nuggets have 38 assists to the Suns, 22. Kevin Durant had half of the assists tonight yep. with 11 for the Suns. And points in the paint, thanks uh, almost solely to Yusuf Nurkic, was a, a complete wash, 56 to 56, which I don't think coming into this game we would have guessed that that would have been the case. That would have been one you squarely gave to the Nuggets. So kind of a weird game when you actually look at the box score. Yeah, there's there's several things in the box score that were relatively even, but the assist thing is is absolutely the thing that stuck out in my well, mind. Well, and Jokic was responsible for almost half of theirs. He had 16 yeah. tonight. I mean, yeah. the, the ball movement, especially in that first half of the Nuggets, I mean, the Suns had no chance. They they were, again, when you're playing piss-poor defense and you're playing against a team that, that shares the ball very well, that's a recipe for disaster, and we saw that in that first half. But again, they 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 fixed some of their errors. They put things together. They made some runs. They were right back in it. It just didn't work out at the end. I think that was one of the things that kind of sucked the most about this game is that in the pregame show we were talking about how let Jokic get his, but don't let him get everyone else involved. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what he did, especially in the way that he started this game. I mean, after that first quarter, granted, it was the most points – um, on his team, he only had 10 points, but he had, or I'm sorry, six points, but he had five assists. And mm -hmm. so it started from the jump. He was, he was moving that ball early to get his teammates involved. And a lot of the reason why we lost this game is because, I mean, Jokic did what Jokic does. Don't get me wrong, but there were role players on the Nuggets who were knocking down shots left and right. And that hurt us a lot. How many times is Julian Strother open right at the top of the key? I mean, well, geez. Well, but a big part of it is uh, we talk about gravity with Devin Booker, but Nurkic, uh, uh, Jokic has that, right? Where you wind up, some of these guys wind up almost just looking at him mm -hmm. as guys are cutting, and he gets the easy pass to him because they're trying to figure out what he's doing, and they lost guys tonight. So much of this yeah. was easy baskets off of cuts that, Jokic just found the guy, and that's how he wound up with 16 assists. And, uh, you know, we wanted, you know, at the at the beginning we talk about the refs, but you look at that free throw discrepancy in there, and the refs giveth and the refs taketh away, but the, the, the Suns got to the line. This wasn't a case of, like, last year where we were like, the Suns only got to the line seven times, and, they, you know, the refs screwed them. There was one egregious call but they they kept the Suns in this game too by getting them to the free throw. Yeah, they they were getting killed on the back because everybody locked in on 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 Joker, and then they were getting to the paint at will. Mm -hmm. Like Reggie Jackson was at the paint at will. Anybody with the ball at the top of the key was just getting to the paint, feet in the paint at will. So yeah, that first quarter wasn't good. Forty-one to thirty, that's an eleven-point difference. And again, I thought the Suns did a good job from the first quarter on of uh, kind of balancing things out. And then again, the Nuggets hit some tough damn shots. I mean, they, they hit fair. some tough shots. It wasn't like every shot was wide open. These guys hit tough shots, and that's why they're a championship team. That's why they got championship role players. And, uh, you know, congrats. They won the game. But I, I just feel like we let, one, we let one go tonight. Yeah, a little bit because – 
I do think this was a very winnable game. Yeah. Um, especially without yeah. Book. And it would have been nice to get this win because Nurk had himself an absolute evening. So I don't know about you guys, but we're going to take a pause and then we're going to like turn this frown upside down and talk <laughs> about some positive things you from sure? tonight's game. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to at least try. Hopefully y'all will get on board. Fingers crossed. I'll give you like two minutes here, maybe a minute to get it together. Okay. <laughs> and in that minute, I will tell you guys about our friends over at Empire today. If you want to give yourself the best Christmas gift, new flooring in your home will absolutely be the best gift that you can gift yourself. And with Empire today, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs and quick and professional installation. Plus you can use the floor visualizer at empiretoday.com slash phnx to see exactly what the floor is going to look like in your home. So you can schedule a free in-home estimate today, and you can receive a $350 off discount when you use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. Also, if you are looking to knock it out of the park with your Christmas gifts this year, tickets to a game or a show or a concert or something fun would make the ultimate Christmas gift. And you can get tickets over at Game Time. Game Time is where you can snag tickets without the stress. And download the Game Time app, create an account, and use that code PHNX, and you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Now, terms do apply, but again, create an account, redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right. We're going to go ahead and name our big, bright, shiny star because, of course, it has to go to Yusuf Nurkic. Nurk finished with 31 points, six rebounds, two assists. It was a season high in points for Nurk. And listen, you cannot tell me that Nurk does not enjoy playing the Nuggets. You want to know what his uh, career high is? Mm. 33. You want to know who it came against? The Nuggets. The Nuggets. Nurk had a blast tonight. I wish we could have got this win for him because he played his heart out out there. Yeah, he played hard. He played hard. And listen, one person out there for sure did not back down from the challenge of, of going up against the Nuggets, and especially Jokic. Um, and that was definitely uh, Yusuf Nurkic. Mm -hmm. he, did a, he did a fantastic job. If I'd have told you before the game uh, <laughs> Nurkic was going to give you 30-plus, you would have said that the Suns were going to win this game. Like, yeah. there's oh, yeah. no doubt about it, right? 100%. So, like, he he did his part. He played with energy. He played with, uh, you know, aggression. Um, I, I really – this is one of those games where you look at and you're like, oh, okay. I see what maybe what the Suns were, were thinking about when they wanted to make this trade for DA and stuff like that because he played Jokic as, as tough as anybody can, and I thought he did a very good job tonight. He, nobody's going to yeah. stop Jokic. We've already no, said that no, a million times. No. He's the best basketball player in, in the world. Like, but uh, what Nurkic did down low made Jokic have to work, and for that, like, that's impressive. Can we put that picture back up one more time? I swear, if you put sunglasses on it, we've got flex here. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm telling you, just that particular picture. Sunglasses, it's it looks good, man. We're going to have to see that. Listen, yeah. <laughs> Eric, Listen. we're going to need to put in that request for the Photoshop, please, and thank you. Y'all were watching the game with me. Y'all heard yeah. what I said pregame. I'm not surprised at all that Nurk had a good game today. Yeah. Like, I, I, I expected him to have a good game. I think this is a really good matchup. I always felt that. We saw it in the preseason. We've seen it in, 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 in the past, even when he played with Portland against Denver. He's just a good matchup versus Nurk, uh, for, versus Joker. He played with him. He was a teammate of him. He knows his tendencies. He feels good against him. It's just one of those things. Doesn't mean he's a better player than Joker. Doesn't mean he's even in the same damn conversation as Joker. Just means every now and then there's certain guys that uh, you match up with good and, and you have certain tendencies you can pick up on. The Suns were smart to make this trade because if you end up playing the Denver Nuggets, you got a guy that feels comfortable playing against the Joker. So we saw that tonight. And unfortunately, they couldn't get it done. But uh, I, I'm I'm proud of him, man. He played he played terrific tonight. I was surprised how much he dominated Jokic in the back down mm -hmm. because, I mean, Jokic is a big boy. Like there, so and Nurk did some really nice things. I did not expect that tonight on the block from him. I also did not expect the Suns' offense to turn into dump it down. To, to Yusuf Nurkic and let him back down. Hell, that was the best but option for a little while there. I mean, it worked. And, and it almost worked to 
to get get within one there at the end. I mean, uh, so yeah. I look tonight. Yusuf Nurkic did everything you could have asked him to in terms of going head to head with Jokic, <laughs> and the fact that you wasted that effort and didn't didn't get a W is is unfortunate because that was. That was one of the best we've seen. And you know what? It's even uh, what I like about it more is that Wednesday night was a really good game from Nurk, and he followed it up with another really good game. Even better game, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's what I think I like the best out of this <laughs> is that we're starting. He's now strung two really good games mm -hmm. together. Hopefully, this can continue. Where you know, I know Nurk is not like MVP caliber by any means, but where he can find more comfortability with this team within himself where he is stringing games like this together on a regular basis throughout the remainder of the season. That's going to be huge for this team. Yeah, a yeah. million percent, especially when the, the other guys come back and and then you start to see these pieces work together. Hopefully we get to see this all work together. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Fingers crossed. You know, you see, but that's that was the whole premise behind why Nurk would be the best fit for this team at this point in time because – Right now, I don't even think that we're seeing the best of Nurkic in terms of passing because yeah. the guys, listen, Booker and Beal are not out there as much as Kevin Durant is. Mm -hmm. When all three of those guys are out there and you have a little bit more of a free-flowing offense and guys that can dominate at multiple levels, that is when I think you're going to see the full spectrum of what Nurkic yeah. can actually do. Right now, what you're seeing is, is that, I mean, you can make an argument the last couple of games – He's the second option on offense behind Kevin Durant, and 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 when when Booker's not out there, I should say. And so when 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 you see this happening, and he looks like he's getting a little more comfortable. One of the things that a lot of people talked about in Portland was how up and down he was. Yeah. But about how good he played before he got that injury and he shattered his leg basically. His leg, right. Yeah. Um. I wonder how much time it really takes to kind of get over that. Mm -hmm. And really feel comfortable, and maybe we're we're starting to see a Nurkic who is feeling comfortable in his body. He doesn't feel like he's banged up. He he is yet to miss a game this season. Yeah. Knock on wood. And uh, maybe he's starting to feel comfortable. Kevin Durant can go. By the way, uh, Jake, or I'm sorry, Jake, Eric. Uh, yeah, we're we're listen, yeah, folks. People li listen, stop, listen. Man. You can you can you can complain. You can give us your your thoughts and stuff like that. Just don't be rude. And just don't be a dick. That's all. That's all. And if you keep, you know, spamming the chat, guys, like, it's just, come on, stop. We get it. You know, yeah. It's unfortunate because, I mean, KD, he had, he had a tough second half. We're going to say he had a tough second half. Just Nurkic? like we said, I mean, uh, KD, sorry. Oh, You're talking about okay. KD. No, well, I was talking yeah, about the dad. guy named yeah, Kevin I, I know, in the I chat. Yeah. I got you, I got you. Um, I'm sorry, but the whole reason you blocked him is because he keeps talking about the KD yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, KD had a bad second half. It's, it sucks, man. Book was atrocious the other day and shouldn't have come in the game and blew the Suns of basketball game. Didn't we say that? So it's it's like it's okay to criticize your best player and uh, and be you know and, and still think they're really good. He just had a bad game. So sorry, I had to say that because this is getting crazy. Well, look, I know we're going to – I'll hold off until we get into – into Katie's game. I don't think he had a bad game, but we can talk about that shortly. But I think what the problem is, is this team is going to be consistently inconsistent until they have all their pieces uh, here. You've had to change the starting lineup so much, the rotation so much. Books in, Katie's out, Katie's out, books in, you know, it, it flip flops. Like there's just no consistency right now. And that's why this team can rattle off seven in a row and lose two after that. And I don't like, I saw a lot of panic after the Raptors game the other night, you know, and, uh, and, you know, there's, there's obviously some intense feelings this evening, but again, you, you were saying 20 games, you could judge it. I don't think we can even judge this 20 games in because we don't, we, we, we don't know. Yeah, like we just don't. And I understand that that was part of, the roster construction here. We knew that this was going to be a potential problem, but when we've seen at least you know at least two of these guys on the court, it looks immensely promising. So if they can get past the injury stuff, I don't think there's a problem here. And tonight, 
you fought the defending champions after you spotted them a huge lead in the fourth and fought them to the final 40 seconds of this game. Yeah. Like, so the perspective in it needs to stay there as well. You yeah. you fought the defending champs with KD going 0 of 10 in the second half down to the wire. And I get it. They were missing people too, but there's there's a lot of positives that you can take yeah. out of it too. I say the other positive too. And there's there's Nuggets fans in our chat right now. And cool. Welcome to the program. Hope you have a good time. Um, but listen, that team has been together and they have they found uh, a bit of chemistry and they fit some new pieces in there as well. Um, you know, so you, you can't like Julian Strother. They fit him into to their chemistry um, and he's a good fit. But the Suns, again, 20 or I'm sorry, 15, basically new pieces that are all trying to figure it all out together. This is game 20. It's going to be all right. They're going to figure it out. And then when Book and Beal both come back, they're going to have to figure it out all over again because that's just a different dynamic all the way around. So I, I, I'm not panicking. I think everything's fine. They're 11 and 8. It's not the greatest record, but they're going to be okay. They're, they're going to be plenty fine. Yeah, and if, if Book comes back on Tuesday, they rattle off another seven straight wins or eight if you pull off Memphis, yeah. all of a sudden you're – you're at the top of the West before the end of the year. Like yeah. you, you all talk, this is just uh, yeah. there's so much going on, and I get it. Nuggets were missing guys too. What I think you look at is these two teams are very well matched, even when they're at full strength. And this is going to be entertaining if we see it again in the playoffs. Yeah. Like uh, you know, this we could get the rubber match. Suns swept them two years ago. The Nuggets took care of business in six last year, and if we get it this year. It's going to be fun. That's what I took out of this. I mean, these are two heavyweights. One possession game with 45 seconds. Man. I mean, what are we talking about? Like, yeah. this is a this is two heavyweights. You could be mad that the Suns didn't win the game. Okay, I'm pissed off too. This is the game they could have won. We're not even at game 20. This is game 19. Tomorrow's going to be game 20. <laughs> like, we still got 62 more games. We haven't seen the big three. Uh, you see what happens when Devin Booker's, you know, when he comes back. I mean, we were just six and four. Felt like how long ago? And, Three weeks and four you know, and, I mean, four four, I mean, four and six. Yeah. We were just Even four. Worse. That's my dyslexia. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. But yeah, we were just four and six, and then bang, you know, just like that. And I'm sure we're gonna see that again. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see an eight nine game win streak from this team. And if you look at the Western Conference with like a couple games different from the top to the middle, so I mean, it ain't, it ain't nothing to trip about. Somebody just said in the chat, "Well, what if we don't get all three of them?" I think well, Booker and KD is enough. Yeah, we've two, seen two that. Probably two, still be pretty th- good. Those two, uh, you Just know, saying. and and the what if we don't get Bradley Beal's coming back? Like he'll yeah. come back. What did Devin say? If ifs were a fifth, we'd all be, be drunk. drunk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. If ifs were fifth, we yeah. all be drunk. Listen, um. Y'all did a really terrible job, and I'm blaming the chat for half of this too. Nope. I thought we were going to turn this around. We okay. talked about. We did. The we whole did. We talk about we positives, well, but I, everything just feels so heavy right now. All I want to do is talk about Jokic flopping and poke fun at him. Okay, go like ahead. I just want to have a little bit of fun right now. No? Uh, yeah, I'm with I, you. Go ahead. Let's do it. I mean, I'll make fun of him when he gets fined for it in a few days. I just thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. I thought that was the uh, an egregious, egregious fucking offensive foul call. It was so bad. Oh my gosh, he was already falling backwards before he even got touched. And also, that should have been a flopping. This is the signal for flopping. I was waiting to see this, and they and didn't give it. Also, if they would have challenged that or called it differently, he wouldn't have fouled out at the end of the game either. Very yeah. true. He would have had one more foul. That was on Frank Vogel. I yeah. wish he would have challenged that, and I really hope that it comes out that he did. Um, he did flop, and the NBA finds him the same way the NBA find Josh Kogi in the preseason for that. Yeah. BS. Did did they ever use the second challenge? No, I don't. No, think I, so. that okay. That drives me nuts. You've got a challenge. You right. can't take it into the next game. Just use it on any of those plays. Yo, listen. This may sound stupid, but I'm I'm hearing this constantly. <clears throat> Are y'all sure we get a second challenge? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. You're hundred percent sure. Hundred yeah. percent. I'm I, I'm get under the impression you don't get a second challenge. You just don't lose your timeout. No, I thought no, no. you got the. second If you get challenge. the first one right, you, you get don't a lose your timeout. Yes. And you don't. I, we and gotta you, look and into you get a second challenge. No, yeah, it's because a, it's I haven't a seen. Have you seen this? Have you seen the Suns use the second challenge? I have not seen the Suns use a second challenge. I've seen other teams use a second challenge. Okay. 
<laughs> now I got I got I got to look Sorry, into that because I, I I'm getting I, it looks weird to me. There's been too many uh, I mean, times. I look it up right now. Look that up. Do we get a Why second? Why you look challenge? that up? Um, because you don't me, trust me. Remind no, you. No, I didn't say that. I, I'm just saying. That the Arizona lottery has holiday scratches available <laughs> and they make really great Christmas gifts. So oh if you need a Christmas gift for your holiday party or to put in stockings, uh, the holiday scratchers from Arizona lottery are top notch. Eric, do you have a trivia question for us today to see who the holiday scratcher today? I do. What you got? Okay. So we're going to stick with the box score and we're going to stick with fouls. There was one player who got minutes for the Nuggets today and did not record a single personal foul. No. Who was it? Mr. Author. Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard doesn't even play for the Knicks. <laughs> I have well, no idea. Look up your other thing. KCP. Was it Christian Braun? It was Christian Braun. God damn. Oh, I thought okay. he fouled. That's no. why I didn't say him. Says okay. no personal, at least according to the box score. Let's hmm, see. Interesting. Okay. Well, you get your... Uh... Do I still get it? You do. Since I said it? All Are right, you going to do it on the show since Gerald so, yeah, didn't yeah. do it on the show yeah, last I'm time? I'm do it on the show because... I'm a All team right, player. you do that right now, and I'll remind everybody that our friends over at Four Peaks yep. make some of the best beer you can get your hands on, and they also have a fantastic pub out in um, Tempe that you should 100% uh, check out. You can also visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite tours and events, and you can follow them on social at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask that you please Did you hear that? Well, that was a Four Peaks ad read. I'm too busy doing um, We do else. have a couple super chats as well. Uh, Adam sent us one. Adam sent us 50 bucks. Thank you, Adam, and said, with the Suns losing, everyone's bets li likely lost too, so here's <sighs> some cash towards negative balances. Agree with Espo, below average defense tonight and most of the year needs to be the focus as season goes on. Losing record at home speaks to this. Uh, thank you, Adam. We appreciate you. We all Did we all take L's? Uh, yes. Did, yeah. I had 45, right? Yeah. yeah. He's the only one that didn't hit. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, Jokic was the only one that didn't get me 45. Oh, my! I lost by three. I lost by three. Yep. I got everything else right. I picked the Nuggets to win. You, you I get picked it. everything else. We all took L's tonight. Damn, so. man. Thanks, I can't Adam, catch a break. For helping us out there. It's two challenges. You get the first timeout back, but you, if you use a second challenge, then you yeah. have to have a timeout yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I got it. Did you look at it? So, so we're mm -hmm. right? We're good? Yeah, yeah they right. just sat on their hands with it. I don't, the moral of the story don't is don't ever it. question Saul's ability to know the rules. Okay, a couple <laughs> more Super Chats, and then we will continue talking a little bit more about Kevin Durant. Trevor sent us one. Trevor said, we really can't win with just KD. Crazy to say. I think it's easier when you have Book or Beal out there and it's not just on KD. I think if it was just KD in like a playoff situation, that would be pretty tough. But I don't think that KD is washed. I don't think that um, we should trade him. I do think he's a very valuable piece to this puzzle that is the Phoenix Suns. I Did didn't you win. lose? I didn't win. Dang. Hey, look, uh, it's it's tough to to steer a bus sometimes, all right? I mean, yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. You know, I think this is a good – I think these are good things. I think it's good that it's only KD out there right now because I want to see this bench step up like we hoped that they would throughout the season, even with the, the big three in there. Like, I think it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. We're starting to see see guys step up. Grayson Allen hit a big three to tie the game and, and had a couple other moments in the game. Uh, Little has been getting some some run. He didn't really do too much tonight, but I thought defensively he was really solid. Uh, Josh Okogie got some minutes tonight and, and really yeah. flourished. Like I feel like these guys are learning that they can't just rely on KD alone. They themselves have to step up. Nurkic, prime example. Like It's all right. Yeah. It's okay. KD's not the facilitator that Devin Booker is or a lot of the 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 you know the like LeBron is or anything like that. But they can still get the job done. So I'm not I'm not gonna sit there and, and bag on KD for that. Well tonight they didn't just dump it to him and be like, we're all gonna stand around, right? It didn't feel like earlier in the year where that was kind of the default in those fourth quarters and and 
at different times. Did you they see, moved around. Yeah, sure. Can you see that? Can you go back down? Right there. Stop. DL. Uh, great stat. Said Durant's 0 for 10 second half is the first time in his career after 1,003 games that he's taken nine or more shots in a half and failed to make at least one. Stuff happens. Some nights just don't go your way. Yeah. And li yeah. listen, Book's game last night was one of the worst shooting nights of his entire career. Not one career. of the, not one of the, the worst. Yeah. Like, the worst. It rarely happens. And when it does, it definitely makes us feel some type of way. Don't get me wrong. But I think it is too far to go to the extreme yeah. of like well, washed or traded. You want to talk about one of those stats? The ten percent fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. Just, it just it's happened like here. three times in the history yeah. of the NBA. Like so, yeah, we get that. That's it's a rare. It just happened to us all in like right. a very short amount of time, so Damn, it feels man, it, way worse. Man, this is a lot of sensitive people, it. man. Kevin Durant's very good, man. Like God, he just. He didn't hit a shot in the second half, and we lost. Go, go back and watch the. I mean, if you go back and look at each of those ten shots, it, at least seven yeah, of them. Okay. Damn, go bro. in and out. <laughs> just relax, man. <laughs> oh, Listen, man. Frank Vogel after tonight's game also talked about Katie's struggles in the second half. Let's hear what he had to say. Yeah, it's, you know, another game we had a lot of in and outs, had some good looks. We can do do a better job to get him cleaner ones, but you know, he also was getting fouled. You know what I mean? Like he, he he had some blatant blatant fouls, and you know I know he's got there 13 times, but he probably should have been there 20, 22 times. You know what I mean? And um, you know, like I said, those guys are doing a good job, but you know, the fourth quarter, you know, they they know he's been there a lot, and the whistle stops blowing. You know, I mean, he got hit on the arm, he's getting hit on the hip, and um, you know, sometimes that could that could uh, you know impact your focus, you know, and making shots. So. You know, when he's getting hit and, and the whistle's not blowing, you know, you got to play through that. And, you know, credit to KD, he did. You know, he made a lot of defensive plays, made a lot of extra pass types of plays. The ball just didn't go in for him, but I was really proud of his effort as well. He didn't well, say they were going to trade him, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he brings up the defense for yeah. KD. Three blocks tonight, led the game, had that one block, chase that he, down block, chase yeah. down block that was unbelievable that the team just didn't convert on on the other end. Uh, you know, he did. He did. And that sparked a run things. at the end of the yes. second half quarter. Yes, he did. Yes. I mean, that was when they closed it to what, seven mm -hmm. at half? Like where it felt like the Nuggets were ready to blow uh, the doors open. Katie's defense. Uh, played a big part on them not being able to do that. There were a lot of good things that Kevin Durant did. You do score 30. One of the other things okay. that KD did tonight was he moved into 10th place on the NBA all-time scoring leaderboard. So that's exciting. Congratulations to KD. He passes Moses Malone and is now in 10th place. He's coming for Carmelo Anthony, who is in 9th, and Shaquille O'Neal, who is in 8th. Next, he's just about... 900-ish and some change or just a little bit below um, catching up to Carmelo Anthony. That's pretty yeah. legit. Yeah, yeah. I, wonder, I wonder if it could happen uh, before. I, I'm not good at the math. I wonder if it could happen before the end of the year, if he could pull it off. I have no <laughs> to, idea what the math would be, yeah, I mean, but maybe. Who knows? I mean, if he scores, if he scores uh, 80 over the next 10 games, he's right there. <laughs> I can do that yeah. simple math. Listen, man, this is this is one of the best players you'll ever see, ever. And, like, this is, Kevin Durant is a once-in-a-lifetime basketball player, once-in-a-lifetime athlete, top 10. Before it's all said and done, he's going to move up that list. And we're going to sit back and debate if this is probably the best score we've ever seen, ever. Yeah. This guy's that good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and he's still got a lot left in the tank. He does. Um, he's got a lot left in the tank, and hopefully we'll get to see the big three all together at the same time. I ran because I had a stat. Okay. I couldn't remember what it was, but uh, right now we were talking about KD's defense. He is second on the team in, in terms of defensive efficiency. You know who number one is? Devin Booker. No. No. <laughs> Jordan Goodwin. Jordan Goodwin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's right. in the 98th percentile, and KD's, I think, in the 80th. Okay. Awesome. Uh, listen, Gerald Bourget is going to be joining us shortly, but before he gets here, let's really quickly look at what the big three did tonight, a.k.a. just Kevin Durant, with our triple money presented by Arizona Lottery. Don't forget to get out and buy your holiday scratchers. 
It's so sad when we have to gray damn. out some of our big three. Like, listen, I think we Yo, all agree on gosh, that. Dang, Devin, Devin and Bill, man, come on, y'all gotta do better you than do, NA. You guys. do have to be better. Bradley Beal leads the league in NA right now. <laughs> I mean, the sad part is Bradley Beal's one game away from not being able to qualify for anything at the end of the year. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we just need to let that one go yeah, as far as Bradley Beal is concerned at this yeah. point. But Kevin Durant did finish with 30 points tonight, four rebounds and 11 assists. Um, so for an off night, not the worst work. Well, no. Numbers-wise. <laughs> Look, his, we haven't talked about it, but those assists, 11 with only one turnover yeah. was fantastic. Earlier in the year, we were seeing him – commit a lot of turnovers, even though he would have, you know, six, seven assists. He'd commit four or five turnovers. Tonight he was immensely efficient there. They needed that without Book out there to distribute. But he was really, it felt like, the only guy uh, distributing and finding guys for buckets tonight. So, you know, he can't do that all by himself, even though he tried. We mentioned the three blocks, which he was fantastic on that front. And in the first half, he was very efficient shooting. It was just like we've talked about that over ten that uh, that kind of made this uh, a, a, a left a sour taste in our mouth he, when it yeah. came to him. Thirty ten and four, thirty two percent. Now, this just for perspective, if he shoots forty percent or forty five percent, I mean the dude's got forty points rolling out of bed. So. I get it. I, I know that is, you know, I, I was a little harsh on KD because I expect a lot of things from KD, and I've never seen him go over 10. Like, we just saw the number, right? 1,003 mm-hmm. three games? Yeah, like, yeah. or, yeah, so we, I've never seen it. So, yeah, but, damn, that guy, that guy's, that guy's incredible. Yeah. Man. Well, let's go ahead and bring in Gerald to give us more from KD and Coach Vogel and the rest of the players down from the Footprint Center. In the darkness. Beyond the light, there shall only be one. Welcome to Welcoming in now, the fifth member of our team, Whoa. Gerald Bourget from the Footprint Center. Is he? Are I you think he's been at home all night. night. Are you at home? I feel like you're at home. <laughs> that looks like my bad. Are you in witness protection right Gerald's now? Gerald's like, did you want good audio or not? Ger- Gerald's Gerald's wearing shorts and just threw on a blazer so he looked professional. He's at home. <laughs> I don't blame you, Gerald. In the bedroom right now. Hey, don't out me in front of the 554 people watching the show. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gerald. So obviously a bummer of a night that we did not get the W against the Nuggets. Um, let's start with a positive. Nurk had himself an absolute game. What did he say after the game? And what is his, what did his coaching teammates say about his performance? Yeah, it was kind of funny because Nurk and KD said something similar about each other. Nurk said, I'm bummed that we didn't get the win for KD moving into the top 10. And Kevin Durant, looking at the box score, said, I'm bummed we didn't get the win for Nurk with the way that he played tonight. (laughs) Um, But it's something that Frank touched on actually before tonight's game, and it wound up being pretty prophetic. But he feels like, compared to the start of the season, nobody on this team has improved more uh, in terms of fitting in with the system and understanding what they're trying to do than Yusuf Nurkic. And tonight, obviously, he loves getting up for that individual matchup with Nikola Jokic. I asked him about that and he was saying it's kind of like what KD said a few weeks ago you you get up you play harder when you're playing against your friends Um, and obviously they knew each other before they came into the league so he said there's some secret stuff there that he wasn't going to get into with their relationship Mm -hmm. and their friendly rivalry but um, you could see with the way that he was battling out there the physicality he was playing with that he enjoys that matchup and tonight was just I mean it was a season high for him it was close to his career high He was great on both ends, and Frank Vogel was praising him specifically for the block he had late in the second half um, and the defense that he's been playing over the last couple of weeks in particular. You know, he's not going to be the most nimble, you know, fleet-footed big man in the league, but he is doing what they're asking of him, and they've seen progress on the defensive end for sure. That block at the rim against MPJ was pretty pretty sweet, especially after considering uh, MPJ dunked on KBD earlier in the game. Um, so to be able to go up there and block that. And again, that sparked a run. So I thought that was, that was great. Uh, talk about Kevin Durant and his struggles, uh, in the second half. Um, obviously 0 for 10, uh, we saw somebody had put it in our chat that that's the first time in his career that he's taken at least nine shots 
and not made at least one. Um, so uh, what did he say about his struggling and um, how, how that can improve moving forward? Yeah, he was saying that he's done it before. I, the numbers don't back that up, but he was basically saying I've had halves like that where I've really struggled and couldn't hit a shot. Um, Frank Vogel mentioned that he felt like, again, for the second game in a row, he had a lot of shots that just went in and out. They wouldn't fall. Um, and it felt that way in the second half. Like, you know, you should credit Peyton Watson and some of the guys that they put on him, the job that they did on him. But at the end of the day, he missed a lot of quality looks that he's been able to make throughout his career. Uh, it was just one of those weird once-in-a-lifetime type of halves. And unfortunately, it came in this particular game after he had had that 22-point first half. Um, you know, Kevin Durant is always the first to say it's a make-or-miss league. And in that first half, he was making 8 of 15. Second half, 0 of 10 was not making. And that wound up being a difference, unfortunately, because the Suns defensively were able to turn that game around, really lock in, try some different things uh, to make the Nuggets work, turn Nikola Jokic into more of a scorer instead of the facilitator he was in the first half that was getting everybody involved. Um, but they just fell short. And if even you know three of those Kevin Durant shots go, it's a completely different game. Did uh did anybody uh, say anything that's going to get them fined in the post game <laughs> press conferences? A little bit. I'm I'm sure you guys already played the Frank Vogel audio, so that's uh that might be a source of a fine. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic mentioned that he's never been fined for anything for complaining about the officiating, so he wasn't going to start now. But he did say he feels like once the big three is healthy. He was saying, I can't wait for us to get healthy shit. Like, it's going to make a huge difference in terms of how we're officiated if we have three stars out on the court together. Um, and the Suns did have, I think, a 26 to 12 advantage in free throws. But like Vogel was saying, he felt there were a lot of plays where KD was fouled or bumped, um, and that can throw off your rhythm. And he felt like he got there 13 times. He probably should have got there a lot more than that. Um, and in a game like this, that could make a difference. Hey, Jared, I got a question. Um, anybody in the – and when Frank was talking, anybody talk about Yuta? The fact that Yuta got no minutes tonight in this basketball game? Not really. I, I think it was a case of Nasir Little coming back, and they've been very high on what he's been able to do recently. Obviously, he missed last game uh, for the birth of his baby girl. He's back now. Um, he didn't do a ton out there, but he did have that high-energy layup uh, that I think pulled the Suns back within two in the third quarter. Um, so it, I think it's one of those situations where for the time being, they're rolling with Nasir Little in that spot just to see what he can do and, and whether he can keep that momentum going. Um, Gerald, do you think that Jokic is going to get a, a fine for flopping tomorrow? I mean, he better because otherwise, what are we doing with the flopping? Fines? <laughs> that was, that, not only the flop, but the fact that he like got away with a reach like a bear paw like before that. Um, and then flopped on top of that. That was uh, that was pretty bad, and one that you probably shouldn't miss in the moment. I know Nurkic was going at him with physicality, and when a guy that big lowers his shoulder, you're inclined to believe that he probably was the one that committed the wrong. But yeah, that was a uh, on the. I wasn't sure live, and then I watched the replay, and it was pretty uh, pretty blatant what happened there. Well, why 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 didn't why do you think Frank Vogel didn't challenge that? Mm-hmm. I don't. I think it was still a little too early in the game, and and I honestly think it wound up benefiting the Suns that he didn't because the crowd was so fired up about that. And then the Nuggets came down. I think they missed, and then yeah. uh, Nurkic came down on the other end, and I think he got another post up and scored that one. And so, kind of the release from uh, getting that basket, everybody was so amped because they were so pissed off like thirty seconds before that. Um, so I think it actually wound up kind of benefiting the Suns in that little run that they were trying to go on there. Was there much talk about the defense? Because it, to me, that was really the difference in this game. The, the Suns at times seemed to kind of fall asleep at the wheel on that side, in particular in the first half. Did Frank have much to say in terms of that? Yeah, Frank said it was a bit of both in terms of the first half, whether it was really good offense or really bad defense. Um, he said, I'm going to save you the profanities, but our base defense was not good in the first half. That was one of the worst first halves that we've played defensively as a team. Um, he felt in the second half they made some adjustments. They tried some different things. Obviously, near the end of the first half, they went zone uh, to try and throw the Nuggets off a little bit, and it worked. It sparked that run that they were able to close the half on and cut back within seven um, defensively, they were a lot better. They held the Nuggets to a much worse shooting percentage, but 
He said at the end of the day, if you still give up 57% shooting or whatever it was for the game, you're not going to win a lot of games that way. Um, so it's definitely a point of emphasis, but he was saying, you know, Nikola Jokic is the best in the world at what he does. And in terms of being an offensive hub, like Kevin Durant was saying, shit, he gets the ball every time they go down, he's their hub and they have guys cutting every which way. And because he's such a great passer, he's able to thread the needle on a lot of that. So you really have to be on your A game. And in that first half, the Suns were probably closer to C. And that's what a really good offense can do to you, even without Jamal Murray. Gee, last question. I know we talked about the cha- challenges. Did anybody ask Frank about the one where Joker had the ball down low, went up and kind of hit the side of the backboard? It, it, they called a foul. It looked like Nurkish played that as clean as you can play it. I thought that was the one that he blew the opportunity to challenge even more than the flop. Did anybody ask him about I that? I mean, his reaction on the replay, like oh, yeah. he, like the whole <laughs> – the coaching yeah. staff, Kevin Durant, were all yeah. pulling him up. And it was a late call. Yeah. So anybody yeah. ask about that? I think the late call was what really sent them over the edge. It was because it felt like the whistle came after they had already seen that the ball went off the side of the backboard and not before. Um, so it felt like they were playing the result rather than what actually happened on that foul call. Um, nobody asked him about it, but I can't remember if he had already challenged at that point, if he still had his ch- – I know his challenge was successful when he did challenge – that out-of-bounds call on Josh Akogi. Um, But honestly, I think in the heat of the moment, because of how quickly that happened and because of how fired up he was, he wouldn't have had time to challenge the call because Kevin Durant was too busy corralling him off to the sideline so he didn't get tossed. (laughs) Um, Because it it felt like the whole bench stood up and was pretty pissed about that one. Yeah, ESPN had a great replay. Fizdale hooked his arm and... And then Katie pushed him <laughs> back to the bench. So they saved him some money. For he was sure. quite hilarious. Anything else, Gerald, that stood out to you? No, not really. I, I think this was a tough game. It, it's one that it's hard to take too much from either way um, because obviously we're missing two of our best three players and the Nuggets are missing two of their best four. Uh, the good news is this is a loss at the beginning of December. It's not going to mean shit because if we remember – Back in, you know, two years ago, we were the best team at the beginning of December. We were the team that had beat the Dallas Mavericks, what, like eight of the last 10 times. It felt like we owned them. Didn't really matter come playoff time. So as much as it feels like the Nuggets have had the upper hand on the Suns for a while now, it's December 1st and we still got a long, long way to go before we get to the playoffs when it really matters. Yeah. Thanks, Gerald. Everyone give him a follow on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, at Gerald Borgay. Bye, G. Thanks, guys. All right, guys, before we round up the show with some super chats and a few other things real quick, just want to remind you, our friends over at BetMGM have a $1,500 first bet offer for you. So right now, um, if you sign up using that promo code PHNX, you're going to deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. You place your first wager and you'll receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. So make sure you sign up for BetMGM. Take advantage today using that bonus code PHNX. You place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through this BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. And if that bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. And of course, make sure you check out our friends over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. No one does it better than them. Their state-of-the-art gaming floor has over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, and live table games, and not to mention Arizona's largest casino sportsbook. So make sure you check them out. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playatgila.com for more details. All right, we've got some more super chats. Unidentified 21 sent us one and said, Nurk over abominating. <laughs> let it go. Uh, let Tracy it go. Esposito, Espo's wifey, sent us one and said, Hey, chat, you know who always has a good game? Espo. He turned the big 4 0 yesterday. Let's show him some birthday love. What's your fave thing? He says, slash does. What's y'all's fave thing? 
when I don't show up and I take two shows off? Is that your favorite thing? Um, I feel like oh. you're pretty good at, at ad read roulette. I feel like you actually try, which I appreciate. Like, you, like it's hard. You just reference something we haven't done in a year. But you're really good at that me, thing we did two times on the but show. But it brings me so much joy. Ad read roulette is one of my favorite things. And did you not come up with that? I did. Exactly. Thank you. So it's one of my if favorite it, things we've done on the show. If I did come up with it, thank there you. There you go. Uh, you know what? I'll just say this. I enjoy our little sit-down conversations inside my office when the door is closed and we have to talk about it inevitably some horrible shit so that's cool i'm not by myself anymore so that's cool <laughs> thank you for <laughs> misery, sharing misery misery with loves me. company uh, my, my favorite man to share misery with <laughs> I, I love a lot i mean you my guy i love your whole hoist you you always uh end the show on a good note make me laugh yeah so. well thank you uh, larry lewis sent us a super chat thank you larry said happy born day espo the big 40 let's hope the next game's uh, the Suns go for an O plus. Oh, you said you said I thought you said porn day. I was about to say what? It's like born with born a B. I was like, Larry, what are we? What are you doing <laughs> over there? Happy <laughs> Sunday. Wasn't that bad of a game? Hey. Uh, Adam sent us another fifty bucks. Shout out Jeez. to you, Adam, coming through Adam, with all the positivity go. tonight. Said fifty dollars for Espo's birthday. Forties are good times. Happy birthday! In season tournament championship would be a nice gift. We'll represent in Vegas if we make it to Thursday. Oh. Smile for Lindsay. Still feel very positive. Adam, I'll be in Vegas too. If they make it there Thursday, so let's yeah. uh, Adam, say hi to each other. Adam, my birthday's tomorrow, man. Give me 50 bones. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. <laughs> don't, don't you, you do it. 50 bones? <laughs> don't listen to him. He's just gonna he's just gonna an 18 leg parlay for plus 110. You're right. Yeah, you're I'm right. just kidding. I'm just you're kidding. Right. They're usually at least you're plus right. 230. You know what I'm kind of excited about? I don't have to wear purple pants tomorrow. I mean, that is nice. I can wear jeans. The purple pants streak is over, so you can wear whatever you want for a few Yay. days. Um, and then one more from the anonymous Buddha. Thank you so much. They said, Flex, I'll take uh, you out to dinner. Rupees. Anywhere you want in India, though, if Katie shoots like that again. I see what you did there, bro. Because, you know, that's that's my favorite thing mm -hmm. to do is, uh, you know, buy people dinner when I know something's never going to happen again. So I got you, bro. Not in India, though, bro. You got to go to India. India. You got to go to India. All right. We have two pictures here. Which one would you guys like to see first? What is behind door A or door B? Door B, please. Door B. The first picture is Nurk with sunglasses. Oh, no, it's Kevin Jackson. <laughs> so Nurk posted this on X with the caption mood. And it is just Katie <laughs> with a mad side eye. <laughs> I kind of love it. Okay. Nurk is low key pretty good so on social. Like, he's got a good sense of humor. So. I love Nurk. He cracks me up. All right. The next one is. See? See? It's flex. sunglasses. Can we Does come back? Oh, look at that. Does Let's it look come like back him? to flex. All right. What'd you guys All right. think? Now, now give me back the image. It's flex. Okay. It's Bosnian flex. I see, I see a little bit. Bosnian flex. Yeah, I think I think he's he he's got better hair than uh, I think you guys in this picture, your hairline looks similar. It does. In it does, this yeah. picture. Yeah. His beard isn't as good as yours in that picture, though. Yeah, you can get away with that. You can get away with that. All right, guys. We can either do one final thing. That's a little one. bit Let's fun. Do Let's, Let's do, do one, one final thing. thing. We need a little Let's something to break this up a little bit. Okay. Um, since KD has moved into top 10 on the NBA's leaderboard for scoring, if you could be top 10, anything in the world, what would you choose? Ooh. This is so hard. Like, I was thinking about this after I thought of this question, and I'm like, that's a really tough question because there's a lot of good things and then there's a lot of dumb things i would want to be in the top 10 of too accordion player accordion of you, all you, things yeah you gotta pick something so obscure that why like, though like, wouldn't you rather be like the top 10 drummer no or like guitar player or no. something because that would be super dope no because then i gotta i gotta go tour I, nobody's you're you don't gotta go tour if you're the 10th best <laughs> accordion player ever you yeah, just you're are good at playing not accordion. really get a lot for being 10th best at something I, do i look like a guy that did that, that i feel gonna... like if i'm 10th best at anything in yeah. the world i would want one that at least gives me a little bit of like 
credibility. Fine. A I'd like clout. to be the tenth best stand-up comedian. I mean, in could the you world. imagine? See, that's pretty could legit. You, could you imagine Espo going home and said, "I met a genie, and she asked me <laughs> uh, if I could be the top ten in anything," and I said, "Accordion player." <laughs> Tracy I, would, Tracy Tracy would, would go, smack the hell out of you. That sounds about right. Like, what you would say. Out, if yeah. I was Tracy, then I could crack you in the head if you said yeah. accordion player, man. You guys got one? You know what? I, I'm, I'm being, and this is, this is kind of touchy, but so my daughter had four major heart surgeries in her life. She just Jeez. turned 25. God bless her. She's doing great. And I've always had a thing for uh, what, what heart surgeons do. Um, they're just incredible. So if, if I can be top 10 heart surgeon in the world and, and save that many people's lives, I would, I would be all for that. Well, That's a good answer. one. No, I'm wow. serious. No, I'm thanks, serious. Yeah. Thanks for taking this down such a I'm serious sorry. route. I'm, no, I'm sorry. look like a top 10 asshole. Yeah, no. Cause you are. <laughs> <laughs> Accordion <laughs> Meanwhile, he's saving lives. <laughs> Oh shit! Y'all too much, man. Uh, I mean, mine's not much better than Espo's. Bad player. Because I, I, I love doing it, and, okay. and it's a hobby. Um, I would love to be like a world champion barbecue guy. So like top ten in and cooking barbecue. I mean, that would be, that's a good idea. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, my I mean, you'd be um, giving people heart attacks, and then I have to yeah, save them. There you there go. That's them to you. Yeah. You'd be in business. It's a great yeah. business. You could play. I could play the funeral. Who wants an accordion at the funeral? Our business would be barbecue and beats because you, know, <laughs> you don't have a heartbeat after you're done eating my barbecue. He's got to fix it. We got a great business plan, guys. And I can play beats with the accordion. Look at that. So are you going to be Top ten funeral parlors. <laughs> <laughs> what was yours? Um, I was gonna say a cop out one that came to mind after you said because you like barbecuing would be pottery, of course. But oh, yeah. okay. I feel like I've leaned on that one a lot um, over the last since I discovered pottery. Um, but there's a couple of them in the chat that wait, I think wait, wait, are kind of real fun. quick. Wait, Tracy just said, "Delay come here." The fuck? Accordion? I told you. I knew it, man. How about top 10 late night hosts? Yeah, that would be a blast. That'd, that'd be, fun. be that'd super fun. I've always yeah. wanted to do that. That'd be great. Um, Juan said top 10 in wealth, um, but you'd have to give a lot of it away, Juan. That's the deal. Buddha said top 10 gamer. That would be awesome. That'd be super fun. Marco said top 10 drummer. Uh, Sons Blackout said top 10 singer. Buddha the Schizo said rapper. Like, these are kind of fun. Yeah. This one's interesting. Amzobi said top 10 liar. I feel like you would use that for for bad. Damn. That yeah. wouldn't be for good. I don't know. Yeah. Is, is Megan Ruby somebody related to you uh, over there, Rudy? That's, that's my fiance. Oh, he's already oh, changed the name of the YouTube. Yes, we, we live together. We live together. Presumptuous. We live oh, together. Man. Wow. That's my that's my ride or die. She can be she she top ten estheticians. She's a, she already is that. So nice. wow. Let's go. Well, congratulations go. on your suing nuptials that have apparently already happened for your sake i hope yeah. or for her sake i hope you're a top 10 husband because if she's already changed be. easily, easily. that's why the name's be. already changed <laughs> um okay there's two more that i love buddha sent voice actor i feel like that would be legit uh, be cool. being a top be 10 voice actor would be so fun <laughs> um and you'd make really good money on that too and then there was one other one. Oh, jeremy being goofy Top 10 of top 10 list makers. I like your where your head's at. I like, uh, oh, damn, my man Larry went crazy. <laughs> Larry, <laughs> I'm not that's mad at you, Larry Lewis. That's a callback joke to porn day. Larry <laughs> Lewis, I'm not mad at you, dude. Uh, oh all right, we have two super chats. Eddie said, I don't understand closing with Okogi, to be honest. I thought he played well. No, he did play so well. So I'm not, I'm not going to bag on him. I thought he, he, he provided a lot of. Second chance opportunities. He hit some some clutch buckets. I was I was happy with the way Josh played tonight. Yeah, I had no problem with it because we weren't on board with him last game. No. So uh, I, hey, listen, if they bounce back and they play well, we gotta give them 
some kudos for I, that. I'd still like to see him hit a few more of the corner threes. Um, that one three open, was pretty. The next one yeah, would never yeah. want to. <laughs> he hit that like, one at the top of the key. I was like, happen. oh, okay. Then he hit the side of the backboard the next time. I was like, oh, <laughs> let's okay. just pretend that one didn't happen. Um, so says Jay sent us one as well and said, I just want to be next to the OG's love. There you go. There you go. Hey. Wish granted. My, my lawyer always wanting to be next to the pot. <laughs> That's always encouraging. I, top 10 top lawyer. Top 10 lawyer. Top 10 there lawyer. There you go. My boy Josh. Josh top Blaze. 10 high lawyer. He's never, yeah. he's never lost a case, right? <laughs> That's what I told him. Oh, yeah. I don't know that it's true, but oh, we'll I'm go glad. with that. I thought you were telling him facts when we saw him today. You never Espo lost a case. Saying, Call me, bro. Espo is a non-paid spokesperson, so he can't be yeah. held liable for anything that's not factually correct. I like that. Top 10 PHNX diehard. There we go. All right. I like that. There we go. That'd be really hard to pick because all you guys are fantastic. I don't yeah. know. That'd be a tough one for me. Uh, Leo, um, Leo says this is a top ten podcast number one. Thanks, Leo. Look at that. I, like I don't it. know what chart that's on. Or maybe just Leo's personal preference. Leo's, but I'll take it. It's still top ten. Yeah, it's hey. still top ten. All right, guys, that'll do it for us today. Oh, sorry, it won't. Oh, <laughs> we that'll do it for us today. <laughs> we all took L's. Listen, we're all ten dollars less than what we were Damn. coming into this one. And honestly, I'm still okay. I got $108.68. Espo, you're minus 147.50. I'm going for that minus So you're minus 81. And Flex, you are minus 45.41. Where nobody can win bets. Yikes. Okay, we're leaving for real this time. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow because it is a back-to-back. Uh, 30 minutes before tip-off, we'll have a pregame show and, of course, post-game show once it wraps up. So come hang out with us then. And until we see you tomorrow, give the show a follow on social at phnx underscore sons. You can also follow me at lindsaysmithaz. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. Can I say real quick? Yes. Nagatoro87. One day a comment of mine will show up. We'll make this podcast. Damn it, Eric, you do that every single time. It's, it's like me. as soon as I start reading, it, it just moves away. Hey, give him it's, his moment. Put him the on thing. the screen. Hey, there we go. There we go. Welcome, yeah. You're welcome. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Saul Bookman, making dreams come true. That's what I do. Top 10 at making dreams come true. Top 10. Uh, you can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Just want to remind everybody in Denver. Your video view counts just like everybody else's. So thanks for making the business better. Ahoy, hoy! <laughs>